magazine cover newsletter called The Watch Song by called uh, Witchcraft, which is new, quote, do news by Beats Watch UK. And you have Eagle Hours by Penny Oldwell, The Fen Tiger by Terry Dye, Chris Rea the, by Chris Rea by Mike Potts, Giant Rats Really by Chris Mellons, False Widow Spider by Simon Hicks, At Scorpion Snakes by Mike Potts, The Bristol Crocodile by Bob Skinner, How I Search My Products by Project by Richard Muirhead, Membership to anyone who may be interested, Acknowledgements and the Newsletter Disclaimer. We'll start with the first article, which is Eagle Owls by Penny Orwell. I have a passion for owls, squirrels, cats of all breeds, shapes and sizes of species, wildlife in general. And here's just a snippet of, of her article. So following a, a sighting near the Eden Centre of Cornwall of an eagle owl in flight, one that appears to have set up secret, home secretly in the quarry that Another, then another endeavour. My interest was being kindled, not free living naturally by its own sorts in the UK. You may question perhaps an escapee from a sanctuary or wildlife property. It, it would appear not, and then you, it will go into what an ego owl is, its breed, its habitat. Size, overall description, lifespan, and a very good, interesting article. Then we had the Fendike Tiger by Terry Dye, which starts off as like, Vanica was hoeing a field of lettuce at a enormous job with frequent breaks. And this is a little bit of what he wrote, or what they wrote, sorry. During one of these breaks, she came aware of someone or something watching her. She looked around and saw a huge black cat just sitting around her, about 25 feet away. It was curious. As Chrissy didn't kill the cat, she decided to do what the shepherd said to the flock, to the sheepdog, and get the flock out of there quick, and it carries along in that vein. And this is an interesting story. Then we have Chris the Rear, which is by my friend Mike Potts. Chris lives locally in Royston, Hereford, the runaround. Dangerous monster loose in a home, continues. The exotic escape of exotic pets in, into the British countryside is guaranteed to cause some commotion or certain and certain among locals, this is not more relevant than the escaping trade of being a six foot tall, weighing in at between 60 and 90 pounds, which is six inch tons, capable of disparaging a human, or if you're lucky, only stabbing them in their eye with a vicious beak. With the potential, the future is, is a running speed of 40 miles per hour, making captive a, a possibility of cornering them. Such a dangerous alternative 
when there is threats that cause a panic. I actually knew some kept me as hostages. I might get you in touch with them, Mike. See if you might want to know more. It's up to you. And then he goes into the story about the rear and and many of sightings as well. And we have uh, references and resources as well. And then we have giant rats, really? Do giant rats really exist, or are they just a myth? Chris Mullins. He starts his article like, Even now and then, you pick up the newspaper, read an article online, about rats invading someone's home. Recently, there's been a lot of hype about giant rats. Now, ever since I was a child, I had a fascination for these creatures, and stories that pursued them. Are they really rats or the size of cats out there? I ask myself. And then he looks into the history of reports about the giant, uh, giant rats, or what I call moving rats, sorry, Chris. And obviously he goes into the fact that they could be corpoi, which were farmed in Britain, in introduced into farming in 1929 for farming. But obviously they um, were released back, back by the uh, anti-fur movement, and they grew in vast sizes in the 60s got eradicated by a car book again in the 70s and then back in 1981 they were believed to be eradicated for good and by 89 last the corporate was believed to have been caught I don't think that's possible and then it goes into more about what, how intelligent rats are and how clever they are and the diseases uh, human press control advice for conscientious readers fascinating article and then we have the false and the false widow spider the clue is in the name dispelling the myth Simon Hicks that the media revolution has provided us with a vast array of information not although it could or even correct the print media especially the press flourish on sensationalism headlines often a lack of awareness by its readership who believe that they read without question because we all know the papers never lie, right? And that's, it goes into more details about what a false widow is and its genesis. And then we have the Apocalyptic Snakes. The Apocalyptic Snake. A E S C U L A P I A N. Zambius Long Isimus C A M E N I S L O N G I S S I M U S. Not a creature of myth or fancy, nor is it actually a cryptoid. The Amphilian snake is not a creature of myth or fancy, or not actually a cryptoid. However, the bionic side of the media gives this animal much more undeserved attention. Recently in the UK, it's soon obviously by the press that, so that most people in this country know little about the snake or its connections to the UK. And then he goes into the details of the snake and its and how it lives and what it does. And it's a very good article. Now we go on to the Bristol Crocodile. More than a nine-day wonder, press coverage and public relations to reports of the outplaced Bristol, crocodile Bristol by Bob Skinner. 
And this, uh, he starts off by saying, reports what was known as the Bristol Crocodile led to a spate of crocodile-related articles. A wide, wide public interest. Public posts featured 20 different articles on these website, their website in just over two weeks. Occasional references are still appearing over two months later. Many of these stories are also covered by national newspapers, social media, and even in the international press. And in this article, he reviews the reports, which is the first report, the witness story, second sighting, photographic evidence, possible explanations, police responsibilities, initial inquiries, the hatchling, press coverage, experts consulted, public and press reaction, conclusions, postscript and updates, signs, and I'm hoping that he may do a podcast with me about the, this, about the Bristol Crocodile. I have asked him over the internet, he seems interested, but obviously he's away on his travels at the moment, so I don't know. And the last but one bit is how I research my products. The age of the internet has, of course, vastly opened up a whole new world of reference material to use to Students of British Mystery Animals by Richard Muirhead. And this is how it starts. But even before the internet, there was already enough literature out there in the realm of diaries, journals, magazines, newspapers, such as certified serious researcher. It is in my opinion we should still only scratch the about one quarter of the way through. But it may be unconvenient to us, covered, it may be uncovered at the most. This is part because us crypto geeks, you forgive the poverty, are quite a few number. And also the Richard Muirhead does his own magazine called Flying Snake, which I have done a cartoon for. Uh, Journey of Cryptozoology, Folklore and Fruitarians. And also, if you're interested in becoming a member, you can contact Beatswatch UK, as they're always looking for people. And where would I look? Contact Beatswatch UK, you may ask. I'm going to answer this. Web page www.beatswatch www.beatswatch.co.uk or email beatswatch b-e-a-s-t-w-a-t-h at gmail j-m-a-i-l dot com I won't give out the telephone number. Um, and you can follow them on Facebook. They're easy to follow. Just look up Beatswatch UK. Thank you.